Hey, bae. I'm so glad this night is over. And I got us a present. <laughs> Bam. Who's Daniel? Hmm? Daniel? That's who was there tonight, right? Uh, yeah, we went to high school together. Um, and he volunteered at um, that career day that we had. And he did like this music presentation for the kids. So they must have invited him. Did you fuck him? What? What? Why would you ask me that? Because I am. Did you fuck him? You fucked that nigga? I, I'm so sorry. What the fuck? Wait, you, you fucked him? I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean... You're not fucking sorry. You just gonna throw that nigga in my face tonight? I didn't know he was gonna be there. I, I, I told him what we did was a mistake. Oh, so you fucked up our shit for some nigga who's a goddamn mistake? Did you fuck him more than once? No. Did no. you fuck him more than Lawrence, once? Come on. You fucking lying. You fuck. <laughs> fuck. I, I thought we were in this, Issa. We are. I'm so fucking stupid, Lawrence, man. Lawrence, I'm stupid. Just tell I me what I can do and I will. I need to get the fuck out of here. No, I, no, I gotta Lawrence, get the fuck. Please. I, no, Lawrence. Issa, get the fuck out of my way. Lawrence, no. Issa, what are you, get the fuck out of my way. Why don't you just talk to me? Ain't and, shit to talk about. Get Lawrence, the fuck out of my way. Lawrence, I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. Issa, move. Just talk to me. Get the fuck out of my way. Lawrence, I'm not. Issa, move. Come on. I I, I hate myself move. for this. Lawrence, come on. <laughs> Bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you feel that in your spirit? <laughs> I'm checking in with you. Make sure you... I can't you be doing these skits no more. Right I, can't be, I can't be doing these skits And you no need more. the little, um, you know, the sheet that they throw on you yes, when you pass out. Yes. What is that called? A prayer cloth. The prayer cloth. <laughs> you, you need a prayer I cloth so. right now. No, we, we all did when we was watching this like thing. I was a wreck. I still am. Insecure really gets under my skin. Like, it really gets me in my full feelings. It gets a lot of us in our feelings. Yeah. And it, it, it reads us all at the same time. Like, it really we, we, we see ourselves in so many in so many different scenes and so many of the different characters, right? Yeah. Damn. But that was a good, that was, a, I feel like that was the climax. Um, uh, that's season how season one, one ended. Uh, yeah. That's how it ended. And that was the, I feel like that's the climax of the story so far. Mm-hmm. Because we still trying to figure out where to go from there. We still, because they still fucked up from this. They still fucked up from this. Yeah. And that's how the shit goes down in real life too, though, right? True. <laughs> Wait, what? It does. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm so serious. She was like, true. <laughs> well, you know, I'm from University of Maryland, College Park. <laughs> and you are from that area. Yeah, so. Waldorf. Yeah, Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi, everyone. What's up, hey, guys. guys. Welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast where you may have fucked him, her, or whomever, <laughs> but we'll never hang up on you. We can't, because we probably fucked him too. It's like, no, just kidding. <laughs> My miles are like zero. I'm still on the lot. Anyway, yeah, no slut shaming, huh? No slut shaming, but yeah, we're not going to put it out there like that about us. <laughs> okay, so y'all see here. what type of episode this is going to be tonight. Anyway, <laughs> I am P. Ryan, guys. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P. Ryan. I'm Eric, and you can find me 
on Instagram and Twitter at E Dante Cole. Yes. And you can find us both uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Hung Up Pod. That's H U N G U P P O D. Email us with any questions, uh, advice. Yeah. If you're looking for advice, you want to give advice. If you're looking feedback, for love, you see what love. I see. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Isn't Mary J. Blige sing that? Wait, how does it go again? I don't know, because I definitely sang all the wrong notes. I'm just going to own <laughs> my like, mess. Just, you will not make me do that again. Okay, I can't. <laughs> if you didn't catch up the first time, That's you won't it. catch it. Again, right. <laughs> but send all of that to... Hungupod at gmail.com. Yeah. And don't forget to rate us, review us. Yes, comments. Google Play. All of it. Okay. Wait, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Comments Stitcher. on SoundCloud, right. Yeah, and then, you know, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Canvas us like the saints canvas the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, actually, no, because the Lord is definitely higher than this podcast. That's too much. Spread the word. Spread the word, spread the love. And we appreciate the social media love we've been getting. Definitely. Yo, people really fuck with us. (laughs) And even if they don't, like, comment on us, I just, I think, I don't want to, like, toot the hung up horn, but... I can really see some of the stuff we talk about in different things that I consume, different media that I consume. Oh, and yeah, I absolutely. really am so glad that... It goes to show that we're on time. Yeah. We're reclaiming our time. Yeah. Once again this week, thank you for joining us. Yes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, boo-boo, let's jump on into it. How, are, how was your week? <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> are you sick? Getting Do you need a lozenge? A sinus infection. Oh, that's gross. Ah, I hate them. So, it's the weather change, isn't it's it? It's the weather change, and this is something I go through every fucking year. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm trying not to be disgusting with you guys tonight. Like, <laughs> You can be disgusting As with I'm like. draining, and <laughs> my head is full of stuff. And, yeah. But y'all know how it is, and I'm sure a lot of you guys out there listening are going through this, uh, the same thing or, or getting over it. But the highlight of my week was housewarming, bitch. Listen, y'all. Housewarming, bitch. Eric's house is warm. You hear what I'm saying? It was out of control. It was so much fun. This house is warm, clear. Yes. It is. It, it has been sanctified. Well, the only thing we haven't done is prayed over this house. Yes. I can have my mama do that. Amen. But the housewarming was Everything. pretty cool. Everything. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. I honestly didn't think that many people would show up. But, you know, the it was a nice group. Because I think anymore it would have been too clustered, too hot. The temperature yeah. was good all night around. Like, everybody came. There was no Mind drama. Mind you, the air was on. I wasn't treating my guests. Right. Like, y'all know how we treat it in the club when we go out. But, you know, even when there's air on, sometimes it can get kind of hot. Hmm? Even though when there's air on, it can get kind of hot. So right, it's like, it was a good vibe. Everybody that you invited, you know some really good people. Shout out to Sonia. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yes, like you up, you really created an amazing vibe and you deserve that night. It was great. And, and that was my goal, really. It's like have my group of friends who are over here mm. meet up with my group of friends from here. Yeah. And everybody just kind of like mix and mingle and vibe and have a good time and that's exactly what the night was mm-hmm. um and it also goes to show that we really don't need a lot to have a good time absolutely you know what i mean so the jams was flowing the the, the, the liquor was flowing the jams oh, were surely was. i had my playlist going um and so it was it was cool um it was even a little shade 
going on apparently. Yeah. But you know, there wouldn't be <laughs> shade if people had etiquette and they didn't bring guests when they're a guest. But that's okay. <clears throat> but you know what? It's okay. all it's all love. Good okay. because that was also me. I wouldn't even say extending an olive branch, but it was more so of me trying to connect. Right. Well, I'm going to have to burn your olive tree so you don't extend no more branches, okay? Because <laughs> you extended it to one, and they broke that branch in half and extended it to 10 other people. That ain't, that's not manners. They it's, didn't know how much food was going to be here. I can't control how folks were raised mm-hmm. and how they behave, but God knows my heart. Amen. Amen. So, again. So you just decided to be a cheerful giver. I, I, Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I, I tried to you try to do things out of your heart and you know it was it was cool but it was no drama though yeah. um people might have been a little off balance from the alcohol <laughs> and you know when you're off balance you're horny as fuck people were getting it in yeah. not like having sex in I your house but the music environment for you did when you turn the lights off eric you're nasty y'all. Why, how are you gonna put that on me because you're nasty didn't you turn them off I was told to by many people. Oh, see, so if people tell you to jump off a bridge, we can oh, do oh, it. So we're going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> what song was on? Was it, um, it was, was it, was it Crime Mob? Oh, it was Knock If You Buck. Or but was I it Juvenile? Like, no, you're working with some nerds. Yeah, Whatever it was. It was a little bit of both because both played that night. I definitely remember it. Whatever it was, I want you guys to know I added to the I Dante playlist <laughs> on Spotify. Nasty playlist. They're the most recently added tracks. Those were the tracks that I was playing at my party, and people was like, oh, we got a jam to this. Yes. But listen, after a quick cleanup, my ass was right in my robe and on my couch watching Game of Thrones. So I really did want to thank each and every person who made it their business to come and hang out with me and have a good time. It was really a celebration of my accomplishments, the things I've been working on for these past couple of years, my degree, um, my new job, and my new place, obviously. So it's like the three, I don't know. Isn't that a good number? Three? Yeah. I mean, there's the Holy Trinity. Right. Yeah. So holy, can holy, I relate it to that? Holy, I don't know if that's blasphemy. Lord God Almighty. Sing. Early in the morning, mm-hmm. our song shall rise to be. <laughs> this reminds Amen. me of the beginning of Kingdom Come, where they're singing. Oh, bless and they do a <laughs> <laughs> You are so annoying. <laughs> Jesus is mine. But it was a real oh, early what morning a devotion. Taste of glory divine. divine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kingdom Come is so good. We Again, will forever this is this the part movie. of the podcast where we encourage you to go to <laughs> Netflix, Hulu, go see if you can rent it. Kingdom Come. As we, we got do every LL Cool J, Loretta Devine, <laughs> Anthony Anderson. It is so funny. Jada Pinkett Smith, Vivica Fox, Tony Braxton, a star studded cast. Whoopi. It really everybody. was. Everyone was in there, so we have to check it out. Harlot. Harlot. You in Wake there? Up, Harlot. Wake up, Harlot. Can you hear me in there? <laughs> I just like, thought you'd like to know. <laughs> Your brother Bud, he passed this morning in the middle of reading one of my letters. That's my favorite line. Reading one of her letters? And then the son was like, huh, imagine that. <laughs> I was done with him. I knew where we were going from that point on. He was over her. Jesus got the knob. Like, Jesus got And Satan got, got the, the car, car keys. keys. Give me those keys. <laughs> I can't believe I spent 19 hours in labor with you. <laughs> Yo, 
but the, it, but you know what? Again, I I really am grateful because I was able to accomplish those three things. Yeah, the Holy Trinity, all you know, with you know, in the middle of both of my brother, like burying my brothers. So I am forever grateful, you know, that God and my friends uplifted me during that time, before and after, and continue to, um, you know, to support me. And so, you know, I, I, I appreciate everybody. And I got a few gifts, a few cards. So thank you very much. Um, like I said, the next morning was a little rough. <laughs> Let me tell you, my dad is crazy. <laughs> I love him, but my dad is crazy. He called me and I'm sick. I'm coughing <coughs> and, you know, hacking and shit. Heart monitor beeping in the background. And I'm like on my last limb. And he all he had to say was, you got my home this weekend? <laughs> he wanted to see you. My dad wanted... Well, I was, that was the plan. I was supposed to go home this weekend um, to spend some time with him. But listen, I was in the bed until Monday, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I hear that. The sinus infection had me down. But that night, I did get a chance to get out. Um, I went to Dave & Buster's in South Philly um, to celebrate a friend's birthday. So... That was that was it, and I didn't even stay that long. I yeah. thought I was gonna stay after dinner for games and mm-hmm. pool and and shenanigans, but I, I dipped out and, and came home and got into bed. I hear you. So that's. I know you brought up like your brother thing, and I I told myself I was never gonna your brother's thing, yeah. and I was like, I was never gonna bring that up unless you did on this show. But yeah. I have to let you know for as long as I've known you, and I've seen like the shittiest of years that you've gone through. You are such a strong individual, and I just want to, like, affirm that in this space, because, yeah, you've, for you to, like, have <laughs> this, live these living quarters, and, like, you know, to get the job that you've gotten, and for me to watch, like, I'm not going to put all the stuff that you've gone through out, you know, on this show, but, like, just to watch that, it's really dope. It's really fucking dope. You are awesome. Thank you. You can't just give me a compliment. I'm hyping you up. Don't thank have me back you. up. No, thank <laughs> You're you. You're welcome. I- Love I you. really appreciate that. And, exactly. I, and that was what Friday night was all It was about, about celebrating you. You've really done some amazing shit. Through through God and through Say my it. friends, it takes it takes a village. Yeah. And I know you while you were going through all the stuff you were going through, I'm sure you never imagined being in this spot, which oh, is no. which what is no. what makes it so much more beautiful, right? So, yeah. That's a word. Mm-hmm. That is a word. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Mixtape dropping soon. <laughs> <laughs> Eric C, like Cardi B. Eric C. Uh. <laughs> well, so thank you so much, Eric, for checking in to see how my week was. I'm just going to tell you anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I was too too high up in the clouds because you had my head blown. No, it's fine. I'm happy to blow your head up. <laughs> so, no, for real though. How 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 are you? I'm good. I, I feel d- like this is a for real check in for us because I feel like I haven't seen you in like a minute. I haven't seen you since the since party. yeah yeah. And I've like when you've texted me, I've only given you like three words, and like in the back of my head, I was just like, "Does he think I'm mad?" I hope he doesn't because I'm not mad at you. I like I just want you to know those three words are an example of the fact that like or a testament to the fact that I've been so busy like I am not a human and I'm grateful to even have this chance to be recording here with you because I've been going here to here to here to here to here 
Before I like check in though, yeah. I do want to say a shout out as a Jamaican American. I have to just say that my heart goes out to the Caribbean at this moment. Oh. Um, because Irma literally is destroying everything. And if you look at these islands, you know for a fact, and I'm going to blame colonialism because that is why the infrastructure is the way it is, mm-hmm. it can't stand up to a hurricane with 185 like mile-per-hour winds. They're in the middle of the water. Yeah, and I look at places like Barbuda and like just the different islands. St. Thomas, I saw um, just different Virgin Islands being literally destroyed by this hurricane and like I started crying yesterday Mm. because it could definitely be Jamaica it could be my family it could be people that I knew growing up like it's a lot it's real it's it's really a lot absolutely and again as we said last week while it's very heart-wrenching know that the Lord is truly on the way oh yeah the rapture is these is upon us (laughs) you know don't want to get too biblical but we could definitely have a bible episode this is a complete fire take. The rapture really ain't that real if you like look at it biblically and um, ask questions. <laughs> we should definitely because, have a yeah. Bible episode. Yeah, and all cool. I will let marinate out there is like if the rapture is a thing where people literally disappear off the earth and like spend life in heaven and things like that, who is the Lord coming back for? Because he done come back, he done came back for everybody who he may disappear, right? Well, doesn't the Bible say that even, you know, the dead will rise? Right. So, but if people are already raptured, who's there to rise? Who is there to be, you know, who's there for him to come back for? Like, there are little, we got to really uncover some Bible truth in Jesus' name. But that's not the episode today. <laughs> so, that's a separate episode. But I would love to have that conversation because these are things, I think, so many times through tradition, here I go, Lauren. Through tradition and through like things we were taught off the whim, we like buy into it. But I'm just like, are things like this? Are things like people dying and already going to heaven? You know, is that really Bible truth? When he said he's going to the dead in Christ will rise first. Like he's coming back and then the dead will rise. If they're already in heaven, who's rising? Like you know, things like that. Definitely not this episode. We can touch on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it's a. That's not the only place. In the Bible, where there can be a little discussion about, yeah. well, but if then it's it, that, it then brings up the conversation are people presenting Bible truth or are they presenting something that's more palatable to the human mind? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be a great episode. Shout out to the prosperity gospel. <laughs> Joel Osteen, we see you. Anywho, uh, <laughs> my week, it has been super busy. Um, There'll be things on the pipeline that I'm going to share, not only with the show, but with you, Eric. And I'm really excited, but it won't be today. Um, but I, one thing I will share is that I'm dating. I'm opening myself up to the dating world. Okay. And I'm super excited about it. I am. I think I'm in a clear headspace. I, I know what I want. I know what I'm willing to get into. I know what I'm willing not to get into. And I present the update that I'm dating because last week I told you about my broken toe bay. Yes. I met up with him. Oh. Yes. You tell him what he did to you? Oh, I beg your pardon? Oh, with my broken toe. Yeah. Oh, I was just like, oh my goodness, I am a Christian. (laughs) 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 But, um, no, I did not tell him about the broken toe. We met up, um, mind you, this is somebody that I met over the apps, the social media apps or whatever. And 
It was, yes, more of like a hookup-based thing, but then it kind of turned into like a date-type thing. Mm-hmm. I got there, and the person who I met up with was like a year's removed person from who I saw as like the profile picture. So basically, he wasn't catfish because that was definitely the same person. <laughs> he was just like a good 25 to 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> Come on. But that, I entered the space. Catfish. I met him at his house first, right? And then... It's a deceit. I was just like, I might as well just sit here and see what happens. Like, he was such a sweet guy. He's a smart guy. He has a great job. Like... He has shit going for him. That said, I can't even fuck with you, though, because... You got shit going for you except current pictures. That's the thing. And my thing is, you could have presented who you were in that space, and maybe I would have been jiggy with it, right? But the fact that you had to lie shows me that you're not comfortable presenting yourself. And And as I'm opening myself up to this dating realm, I'm like, I need somebody who's comfortable with their entire self. Not somebody who's going to lie and then hope that I get on the bandwagon. So we had a good time, but at the end, when it was time for us to do whatever it is we were going to do or, you know, eat something or whatever, I was like, sir, I got to go to church for this choir rehearsal, so I'll see you later. He said, you know, he had a good time, we should definitely continue this, but I know I'm not going to because from what you showed me leading up to our first meeting, it's not something I want. And I, I'm really excited that I'm doing this whole dating thing. I'm excited to see what's out there. I'm ready to kiss all the toads so I can meet the prince. I'm excited. You be rolling. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm saying you just, you have a lot on your plate between yeah. school and work. And now I'm tackling the man. And your social life. And I'm just saying you be on this road. You be rolling. Yeah. Got to. I just wrote my, like... I gave myself a vision for the next couple of months, like mm-hmm. three to five months. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I can share some of this. Um, pay off my car, pay off one of my credit cards, date a cool nigga. So that's why I'm dating now. Um, and those are kind of the three make cute music, um, get my life in order in different facets, right? These are things that I want to happen. So what do I have to do? I have to do the work. I have to be out here. I have to, you know, make time to date. I have to make time to, you know, be prepared for these exams that I have to take. I have to make time to, um, I don't know, write a song. I have to save up coins to pay a fucking car note so I can pay my car off. I have to, you know, not spend so I can pay this credit card off. Like, it's a thing. So for all of us, including myself, who are listening, who seems to can't even find time to get our asses into the gym, this is inspiration. Yeah, you have as many hours (laughs) in the day as Beyonce, and she's doing it, so why can't you? I know, that's right. Right. Yes. Cute. So let's jump into this topic, bitch, before I get too drunk, because I'm already slurring. This episode (laughs) was brought to you by my favorite drink. As I said, there are announcements to come, but I have a lot to celebrate, even though I'm going through. So this episode is brought to you by a little Pinot Noir with a splash of Hennessy. Yes. Hallelujah. My favorite drink. Yes. Now, Eric, you and I have talked for the longest time behind the scenes. You have always said we need an episode where we just talk randomly. No script, no outline, no nothing. Let's just talk, right? And this happens to be my week to host. So I say let's do it. But similar to how we had our skit 
in the beginning of the show, I think we should totally talk about Insecure. Just off the off the cuff, mm-hmm. have a conversation. There are two episodes. We're about to reach the finale this Sunday, and this is when the episode will be released. Let's do it. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm so down. excited. Yes. <laughs> so when you for Insecure first came out, what did you think? Wow. I was immediately captivated by the music mm. by the imagery um the production how it was written um those were i feel like those were the earliest you know things that kind of like captured my attention right away yeah and i was immediately a fan yeah i honestly did i was not familiar with Issa Rae. Um, and then that's when I found out that this series is kind of like based off of a book that she wrote. A word. So, um, it kind of like opened me up to like this new kind of thing. And ever since then, I've been so feeling Issa. That's and awesome. Such a stan. Yeah. Or a stain. Stain? Stain? Bitch, it's a stan. Stan. That's what I thought. <laughs> what is a stain? You well, need some time to bleach. The first time, I mean... <laughs> Well, over here, I like, I compared Insecure to Awkward Black Girl before I even saw the first episode of Insecure. And so my experience- Isn't that the name of the book? No, that was her YouTube series. Oh, so maybe it's based off of that. No, she also has a book called Insecure, so it could be that. Okay. I think. I don't know. Don't don't fact check me. I've been drinking Hennessy and wine. We know that Nikki will- Nikki, didn't she check us on Twitter? Oh, Nakara! I thought she went Nikki Minaj, bitch. I was like, she did. Is that Nikki C from the no, Urban Nakara, Tea? No, Nakara, the Urban Tea. Shout out to the Remedy Podcast coming soon, ho. Did I say her name wrong? It's not Nikki C. It is. Oh, okay. Nakara. I was about to say. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Nakara. Yeah. She took our black card. She didn't take mine. She took yours. No, it said at hung Listen, up nobody can take mine because when I wake up, cold. I wake up in this chocolate skin, so I'll always have my card. I know that. And I said. What, what I, I said. said. We said what we said. Okay. <laughs> but I think we also gave our disclosure um, that we was hella tipsy. And we, we apologize. I'm not going to lie. I still didn't know what movie you were talking about. But I mean, every episode, y'all, we hella just tipsy. <laughs> yeah. Look, I couldn't even get tipsy out because I'm tipsy. You like, drunk. You drunk as shit. But we appreciate y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Eric. <laughs> but yes. I compared Insecure to Awkward Black Girl and my journey with Awkward Black Girls, I thought it was super funny in the beginning, but then like, I just fell off for no reason. Getting into Insecure, there's no way I'm going to fall off because I have to tune in every single week. So let's just start off with our journey from season one. There's a lot of characters involved, but season one really focused around Issa, Lawrence, and Molly, right? Yes. With Issa... And kind of her job, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Issa's like, working this shitty ass nonprofit job. At this job yeah. Right. With Around a whole bunch these... of white people who don't get it. And these microaggressions. Yes. Yes. And how many of us have gone through that? Every day. You, here's why I can talk about it because I'm no longer working at this job. <laughs> so <laughs> I, like, literally when Insecure came out, I was working at that nonprofit. I resonated with, with, Issa, I had a fucking Frida, but unlike Issa and Frida, who are kind of friends, my Frida was a complete, you know what I'm saying? Was she a bitch? Uh, She was a nasty, (laughs) okay? Who had, like, let me tell you how we literally, like, our purpose was to provide sexual education 
to at quote unquote at risk. I hate that phrase, but at risk youth in metropolitan Philadelphia. Yeah. And she's out here. Because it's nothing but color painted all right, over that. Right. And my Frida would be out here in these streets trying to teach the sexual education. The students will come back and be like, don't send that white lady back over here. Mm. Because she really did not get it. She thought she had all the answers to address the needs of these black kids and would not even listen to them. And then when we get in the meeting, she's just like, oh, we did this. We did that. And I'm sitting here like, nah, bitch, we didn't do that. Nah, we Which did this, Frida but this did not work. In the this beginning. does not apply to these black kids. Like, yeah, she did that. Yeah, Issa remember? had to get them together. Yeah, remember when they had to line up, even though this was season two, but they lined up and was just like, oh, if this situation was happening with this kid, they're probably pregnant. Or I would see if there's abuse at the home. And then Issa was just like, why not just ask them what the fuck is going on? Right. I think when it comes to us as black people, like, there are so many pe- white folks or People of other colors, right? Because it's not just white people in nonprofits who act a damn fool. It's other people, too, who think they have the answers to black issues without asking black people what the fuck is going on. Right. You know? And so it kind of, it sets the tone. Issa has the stress of working at this job where nobody really gets her or the community that they're serving. Then when she gets home, what she got? A nigga. A fuck nigga. A fuck nigga. Well, I... Well, he wasn't even a fuck nigga then. He wasn't he a fuck like nigga. He seemed like a loving boyfriend, actually. He, yes. I mean, the the problem, and, and it was very clear that Issa was just over the fact that he wasn't... What was it? It was a work thing with her. He, he was depressed. He was depressed. He was trying to get his um, his own business off the ground with this, like, app that mm-hmm. he had been working on. Woo-woo, yeah. right? And... He, I think she said it, for four years he had been like two, unemployed. Two or four? I think she said four because I gagged. One of them. I was like, yo, yeah. that long? Either way, two or four years. That's still a long ass time. He was on the couch. That's at least 24 months, okay? Yeah. Doing That's nothing. That's at least one too many months. And she's using her nonprofit nothing. money to pay for their apartment, right? pay for food, Probably paying for bills, electricity, right. blah, 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 right. blah. And we know like, nonprofit, they don't pay nothing. What nonprofit's paying? Crumbs. Right. You hear me? And you hope to hold on to that. Yeah. Because if a grant is snatched, the you whole snatched. operation is closed down. Uh, uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Patrick. Okay. <laughs> you hear me? But praise I God for you. pulling another job in the tow, okay? I hear you. But it's just like, damn. Like, she was really going through with this guy. Then, with these two heavy stressors, right? Issa ain't thinking clearly. Out of the blue comes who? An old crush from high school. Daniel. Daniel. Fine as Daniel. When I saw him walk on the screen, I was like, oh my gosh, what's this? This ain't awkward black girl. <laughs> this is a brand new show. <laughs> yeah, he did kind of like pop up out of nowhere. And she was like immediately kind of like, oh, hi. Hi, yeah. <laughs> but you know when you like somebody for a really long time, it doesn't work out for whatever reason. And you just get flustered when they somehow pop back into your life. Especially at a time where she was pretty vulnerable. Yeah. Like, shit is not working out at home. And how many times have, you know, people listening, you know, have been in these type of situations where things are not really working out in your relationship. And you know it becomes a little bit easy to get distracted. Yeah. And Issa was definitely get distracted by Daniel. Yeah. And she let him know, like, nigga, I'm in a relationship, but... And then he played the fuck out of her. No, he played the fuck out of her. Do you remember when he was just like, uh, I wasn't looking to be in a relationship. Right, when they were in the car. And then it was just like, meanwhile, you still trying to fuck because we know episodes later, especially when he was in the studio, he tore her down. 
Now, didn't that make you want to fuck somebody in a studio? Yeah, they was fucking. And you know, on the lowest of keys, I'd be kind of like with the in purple and out lights of the and shit. Yeah, I was here for it. I was told. And let me tell you, Beyonce said black people don't look good in blue light. They looked great. <laughs> sorry, sorry B. Yeah, I love. <laughs> we gonna have to split paths on that one because Daniel looked good in that blue light. Okay? And let me just say that these like self dialogues that Issa be doing She's in the a mirrors, mess. She's a mess. are hilarious. Yes. So early on, we see her doing this whole like broken pussy thing, and then <laughs> she gets on stage and she has a moment, yeah, where she's like rapping and she's finally like coming into herself. So I really dig that because it kind of was a theme that carried on. No, that like, broken pussy, though, went viral. The broken pussy went viral, yeah. and Issa was over that shit. And who was it about, though? Her it was friend about Molly. her friend Molly, who I meant to mention, she's dealing with her own shit. Her right? own shit. And this is why I love Insecure, right? Because it gives you three distinct... This break was brought to you by Eric calling his dog over. Sorry, y'all. I got to take this damn collar off of him because he going to wait till we start I recording. I promise you, you are the only person bothered by that jingle. Go sit down, little fat boy. <laughs> Love you. Love you. <laughs> That's my nigga. All right, go sit down. Now he always doing the most. Go Eric, sit down. I could not with you in this dog. We got to make Tristan an Instagram. <laughs> so he really should have on. one. So he really should. what's going on. <laughs> No, but Molly literally has her own problems going on, and this is why I love Insecure, right? Because you have Lawrence's situation, you have Issa's situation, which we talked about. Then you have Molly. In season one, all Molly's trying to do is find a man. She has a career. She's in an organization, which, I mean, you know, adds or takes away or doesn't do anything for yourself, but whatever, depending (laughs) on who you are. For her, it must have done something well because she had the mug. Yes. Great career, great life, great car, no man. All she's trying to do is find a man. Here's my problem with Molly. I feel like in season one, she presented herself or the character was presented like she needed a man to make her complete. Mm. And that's not the case. She was a full package already. But you know what? I think we see that kind of unpacked when mm-hmm. she finds out that her father had an affair. Yeah, but that's season two. What about season right? That's one? what I'm saying. Like season one, I was think we finally her, like... see, um, you know, in my opinion, her reaction to season two, um, which I know we haven't really gotten to yet, but I feel like her reaction to that mm-hmm. kind of um, sheds light on her need. Yeah, and I'm putting air quotes. Um. To be in a relationship to feel to be fulfilled. Yeah, she thinks that that is, um, you know, the 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 best and the brightest, and it's in starlights and it's written across the sky, and that's how things are supposed to be, and that's how my parents were, and oh my God, if I, you know, I have the job, I have the degree, I have the everything else in order. If I can't, you know, this is the last final piece, and if I can just get this, then everything would just be perfect. But then she finds out later that everything's not perfect. But yeah. I know I'm, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. You are. All things break down, definitely, in season <laughs> two. But let's focus on Molly the Mets. Like, what did you feel about her in season one? Well, I feel like she has a lot to juggle at work. Yeah. Especially because of the type of field that she's in. She's a lawyer, yeah. You know what I mean? And then that kind of brings up this whole thing with Rashida. Dada. Oh, my gosh. Is, uh, Yo, shout out to Rashida, my nigga. <laughs> Yo, I forgot about her. Yes. Dada was so lit. Yes. And again, though, right, this is kind of, it was affecting Molly mm-hmm. at work. Like, yeah. she 
was impacted by this this black girl because she's a black girl too who didn't care to be anyone but herself, herself yeah. even in that type of environment. Isn't it funny that Issa and Molly are best friends, but their characters showcase two types of experiences yeah. in the workspace as a black person. Yeah. So yeah. Issa, her experience highlights more how you perceive white people in the workspace. You hear their microaggressions, you hear them concern or hiding take, away from you yeah hiding away from secret you. white emails as she described right them. <laughs> right or like you know making decisions that impact a community that they are not a part of whatsoever right on the flip side you have molly though who's who highlights more how we have to maneuver in the workplace right? yes be friendly but not too friendly so you're not a, a uncle tom right keep it together so you're not ghetto or quote right. unquote ghetto, right. Right? right or the angry black woman or the angry black man or I'll even go as far as straight hair. Say so. Molly with the straight hair. And then you Issa have, always has a natural hair. Yeah. Molly always has a very yeah. straight weave or like a corporate executive kind of look. And then they emphasize another message, right? Because you mentioned Dada up in the workplace. Right. Two black people in the same space. You have Molly literally making judgments of Dada every single step of the way. Every step of the way. And I think what they highlighted is a message that you have a choice. You can in a way, shuck and jive, acquiesce, tailor yourself to the workplace, or you cannot give a fuck and see how it works out for you. And it's funny how, you know, that is so true and what comes around goes around because Molly had the opportunity to kind of reach out to her again, but mm-hmm. she did. She, you know, she sat down with Dada and was like, girl, you kind of need to tighten it up. And she was like, no, I'm going to be me. Right, because she but also then, read her receipts too because she was just like, I've done this, I've done that. I've done that, and I'm still in the same place as you. For how long, though? Because shortly after... She gets God, But it's, it's kind of crazy how it went down, though, because Molly's boss came to her and was mm-hmm. like, can you handle this? Mm-hmm. Molly thought that shit over and was offended. Right. Like, why do we have to Why I gotta be the token black girl to fix the, the, the black mm-hmm. problem? So she went to her and was like, nah, y'all handle that. And guess what? She did. Wow. Girl got fired. R.I.P. Dada, first person to die off of Insecure, but girl, you are surely not the only one because we have a <laughs> lot of casualties on this show to cover. Not only, though, is Molly struggling, or not struggling, but like dealing in the workplace, she is struggling in the dating life, right? Do you remember Fine-Ass Jared? Yo, Can I just Google I Jared real just quick? just about... I want to go to Enterprise and rent a car just because. Just to find Jared. <laughs> Jared Where is, is my Jared? That was bae. Like, Jared looked <sighs> fuck good. Let me, let me just find him up. And was just a simple guy. Didn't care about... Look at Jared! <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I just Googled Jared. Jared is fine. Why didn't they bring Jared back for season two? Jared, you can come back for season two, three, four, five, and six. You can right come over back here. to Philly and, and come um, back for season Patrick. <laughs> okay? Jared looked good. And Molly was not deserving because she was still in this she space. She was messing of, with that boy's heart. I need the perfect man. I need somebody who is a app husband. that she was on. Right. Right. It's like soon as she got accepted on that like exclusive app, app where she was dating fucking Jadena, who didn't even want her. He played the shit out of her. <laughs> Yo, and I'm not can we talk lie, about that real this quick? This is why I'm Molly. <laughs> there and is, I'm Issa. We've had relate, this conversation. I'm Issa, so you're Molly. I many times to Molly. It's a mess. <laughs> Go ahead. He played the shit out of her. They went on like a date, right? Season one mm-hmm. still. They went out on this date 
and they, you know, they saw some friends and he introduced her as, hey, this is my girlfriend. Yeah. They walk away and she's like, oh shit. Right. You get punked. Because you set that shit up, my nigga. Yeah. Up. Go ahead. And he was just like, I mean, I said what I thought you wanted me to say. I didn't like, want to embarrass who you. says that? Yo, that was some fuckboy shit. That was messed up. She like, got him together and walked the fuck out. My heart broke with Molly, right? Yeah. She was like, no, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Like, this embarrasses me. If you don't mean it, why even the, why even fucking say it? Why do guys do that, Eric? I'm gonna have to. Ask. At first, I was like, "Why is she tripping? She's probably never gonna oh, meet I these knew people why she was again." Tripping. I was tripping too. You know what I mean? Just move along to get along, whatever. Like, why is it a big deal? But then I thought about that for a second. I was like, "Nah, that was kind of like it's kind of like he was pitying her, right?" Mm-hmm. But yeah. But Jared is bae. <laughs> Jared is gorgeous. So she's gone through all of these toads like I'm going through now. Why I relate to Molly. Like, and now she... <laughs> like what? <laughs> you trying to put my business out here on the podcast? Like what, Eric? No, I think... No, I think this was earlier on in the season where she was dating all the guys at the bar. Mm-hmm. And the one guy was like... Uh, um. What do you call the guys that are all into like the African like oh, Af- ancestry? Oh, he was a whole type nigga. Yes, he was a whole type nigga, and he was just like, yeah, I need my queen to be fine, and I need her to be a woman and take care of herself. She was just like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. And then he was like, but I need her to be a freak in the bedroom too. And she was like, Ooh. okay. <laughs> she was like, oh, I can get with that. I relate and then she to told Molly. Yeah, fuck them, girl. I definitely relate to Molly in all ways. Yo, Molly is Molly is shit, me. Yo. I am she. We are we. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> I love this. But Jared was so fine, and we thought that it was going to be great until Jared got too vulnerable Uh-oh. and said, "Uh oh, oh yeah, I let a guy suck." He my opened dick up, once. but she pushed him. Right? She did. And she even, but my thing is, what's so crazy, and this is why this double standard <clears throat> blows my mind, she said that she hooked up with a girl once in college. Exactly. And he was just like, oh yeah, I let a guy suck my dick. What makes it different? It, yo, that rocked her world. That and I have to ask Molly even girls up. who listen to this show, what makes it different? Because I know a lot of girls on here, it's going to be a trigger mo- moment. I know they wouldn't fuck around with a guy who had his dick sucked by a guy. Like if, for right. example... Girls who listen to the show who know me, right? If they were fucking around with a guy who was just like, oh, yeah, Patrick sucked my dick one of these times, they'll be upset. Yeah. Why? Why, though? It doesn't mean he's gay. That You know what? Because I'm not a straight woman, I, I guess I will never really understand. You'll never understand. know. Being a straight woman on the show. Um, but I guess I can... I may not necessarily understand the logic behind that, but I guess I can understand why it would make them upset. And mm-hmm. only because, I mean, especially when it comes to black women and we've had this conversation, um, women of color, um, you know, a lot of times are very uncomfortable yeah. with homosexuality or, you know, men being feminine or men even expressing themselves. Um, because, you know, I remember that, episode that we talked about some of the images that we saw of black men expressing love to each other online and kind of, you know, like the social media reactions to those, those weren't only men reacting to those pictures. A lot of those comments were by women. Sure. Yeah. And also I think sometimes you hear the, the excuse, because that's what it is. 
I couldn't date a guy who slept up with a guy because I feel like I can't give him something that he wants. Yeah. But if you're in a monogamous situation, come on. Why would there be a fear that you can't give him something he wants if he's with you for the long haul? Insecure. You are what he wants. Say so. You better speak the title <laughs> of the show. Say it. <laughs> okay. Insecure. Because he can fuck around with you on a girl too. Yeah. And how like, many people it, do we fuck around with outside of a relationship that we don't tell a partner we're in for the long haul? You don't really know if your nigga slept with a man? If he never told you. Yes, you better put it, put it's it in It's a lot, the, but I mean, I think you bring up a good point. Yeah. It's a lot that we probably don't, don't know. know. Right, so that's why anything outside that you of are told, be grateful for, <laughs> and also cast it into the sea of forgetfulness, okay? Because it don't matter once you guys are fucking with each other and have agreed to be monogamous. Jared was a beautiful partner for Molly, but again, she fucked that shit up. So he could be a beautiful partner for me. Or me. <laughs> the boy is mine. <laughs> are you Brandy or Monica? You got to be Brandy because I'm Monica. Brandy and crazy. Y'all know, <laughs> listening, y'all know we could drag this Brandy and Monica Must thing you out. Do the you do. <laughs> Keep on acting like a we fool. can make it good, y'all. <laughs> you Have some good skits. Me, you. If you didn't know it, girl, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here Yo. for it. But, not but can we not forget, we cannot forget to bring up, um, what's her name? Kelly? No. Who? The bitch from the bank. Kelly, we speak your name. Oh, we, just bank a minute. Chick. Uh, just a minute. We she, gonna get to her because we setting up for the, the funeral that was deserved. Okay, we getting there. We cannot we forget there. to mention her. We getting there. But all I have to say Rashida. left. With, Tasha. No, 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 no. Tasha. Not yet, not yet. I don't know who you're talking about yet. It's Tasha. Molly fucked things up with Jared. What was fucked up, though, is that at the end of season one, she went back to him. And it showed that he was such a good guy because he let her in. He gave her that good dick. He even gave her some cereal in the morning. After she had been rejected, she went back to him. Yeah. Molly ain't shit. She but he was no a good, good guy. Man. She fell asleep drunk on his couch, and he, you know, he, he didn't took do care anything. Yeah. yeah, he's an amazing guy. Let and me that, tell yeah, you, that still wasn't enough for her to get her shit together. The theme of season one and two is Molly don't deserve a good nigga. Clearly, you don't. Girl. She don't, and we gonna get into why. You want to touch on Tasha? Enter it in. Bring it on in. Usher it in. So I Tasha strolls in to because at this point Lawrence has. T- he had, he has this job at, at Best, Best Buy. Buy. Right. Finally, he could have had a job at Best Buy for a long time, but he had to let go of his pride. Listen, he really did because yeah. this temp agency that he was going through, this lady had been really trying to talk him into applying for that type of work for a while. Yeah. He kept refusing, 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 but he finally, you know, went with it. Um, but how does he meet Tasha? She works at a bank. Mm-hmm. He's going in to ca- cash in his unemployment checks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they have this connection that way. Yeah. Um, early on, like in the middle of season one, I think. So she ends up strolling up at his job, talking about looking for batteries with her titties pushed up to her throat, mm-hmm. pumps on, and fashion over. What do you call them? Fa- fashion over jeans. Listen, I don't know because I'm not gonna knock nobody's house. So I heard Fashion Nova is a lovely brand. But okay. that's what she had on because the jeans were sitting tight, the titties were, were up, up, perch, in, uh-huh. and sitting. how mine will be at homecoming. 
Yes. <laughs> you heard it. I said what I said. Oh, my God. University of Maryland homecoming. Go Terps. It ain't no changing up over here. Over here, okay? <laughs> I'm getting mine, okay? <laughs> but, no, Tasha showed you from jump that she didn't deserve a good nigga because she are... Well, she didn't know this man had a man. I mean, this Ooh. man had a woman. <laughs> My man yeah. is your man is it's your man. <laughs> That's the whole point, she y'all. She did not know that Lawrence was in a relationship, but yet, how you gonna run into Best Buy for a nigga cashing in his unemployment check? Mm. That shows you you don't you don't have good values. She was lonely. She was asking for batteries in the appliance section. She's thirsty. And this man, and the thing about it is Lawrence was, he was, he was in a very vulnerable moment too. Yeah. Because if we remember, Issa wasn't really feeling him at first. Not at all. He was wanting to talk with her. She was avoiding him. He was feeling like shit about this whole job situation. He felt like she wasn't really understanding Mm -hmm. his desire to be an entrepreneur versus like settling and doing this like nine to five stuff. But she did. So again, it goes back to this thing where... What happens when you are in a relationship? You may or may not be happy. Things might be fine. But what happens when when you meet someone who just sees you differently? Yeah. What happens when you're in a relationship, though, when you have unrealistic goals and your partner needs to communicate that but doesn't? Mm. I think it's a mixture. It's and season two. It go- Well, no, it goes to that <laughs> conversation where a lot of people on Twitter were just like, is Issa trash? Is Lawrence trash? Is Tasha trash? All them niggas trash, right? Lawrence, for not understanding that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Say that again. Lawrence is trash for not understanding that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. So instead of being in like this funk, we all think that because we're in this millennial age and you see so many people popping up as like entrepreneurs in reality TV or in startups or in this, we have to do that too because that's what we're passionate about. That's Mm. not the case. Some people are still meant to push from nine to five. Uh, yeah, especially and when get, the bills are due. Say so. Instead of sitting on a couch, right? Yeah. So that is where he really fucked up from jump. Right. Issa, you fucked up because you know you had all these stressors, but then you allowed Daniel to come and play in your playground. And you know what, real quick, I just want to say, and to that point too, now I'm finding some fault in Tasha because Absolutely. she played the fuck, like she knew exactly what, what she, she was, was doing. doing. Even because when he had said that he been had a nigga girlfriend. living up in her house mm-hmm. without no job, not paying no bills, Tasha wouldn't have been going for that shit. Mm-hmm. But because he wasn't living on her sofa, she going to fuck him. Right. And eating jalapeno poppers with him. And, Don't forget the jalapeno poppers. And all the movies. All they did was watch movies and fuck. Mm-hmm. And she was okay with that. So it's just like all these people are at fault. That's actually in not this that situation. bad. I mean, we gotta do other stuff too. Huh? But I wanna watch movies and fuck. I honestly am in a season of wanting to watch movies, fuck, and just chill out. Well, it's cu- it's about to be cuffing season weed, now. And it's cuffing season. It totally is. I tweeted cuddle season last night. <laughs> if you wanna cuddle, hunguppod at gmail.com. I'm ready. So yeah. I think that's a good place. Well, we already solidified that Issa. Fuck Daniel. Yes. At the end of it. Yes. Tasha is still in tow. Right? Friends with Lawrence. They haven't fucked yet. Molly ruined things with Jared. That is the end of season one. But she's also... Um, Molly and Issa aren't talking. They had their falling out. They had a falling out. Yeah. So they're they're going through their shit. Uh, Remember um, our girl Kelly? 
Kelly, we speak your name. Sis. Kelly is we love the you, Kelly. highlight, the, the VIP of we the Insecure We fucking love you, series. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, we speak your name, sis. They go out of town for their little B-Day shindig yes. that Kelly has. Molly's avoiding Kelly Lisa the like, whole time. Did he time. beat you? <laughs> but did you catch her. when Kelly said she had a podcast? So no. Towards what? the end... Issa said to her, girl, do you listen to yourself? And Kelly's response was, all the time, I have a podcast. What? Yes. Yo, can we find Kelly's podcast? We have to find that shit. <laughs> because you know, Insecure is low-key real life. They be faking like it's not, but it's real. It's real. Love you, Issa, for just just putting a mirror up in front of all our eyes. Love asses. you, Kelly. And the actress that plays Kelly, I'll get her name and come back to you guys. But you know she's a comedian, so a lot of the stuff that she, she says is. on the show is like ad-lib. I love her. She's amazing. And Chad is cool, too. Let's just shout out to Chad. That's shout Lawrence's Chad. friend. Mm-hmm. Fine as fuck. He be keeping Lawrence in check, though. Yeah. I feel like he's that honest friend that's just kind of like, yo, you kind of fucked up, too. You know what I mean? So he kind of, he, he gives Lawrence that and he has that balance, which I think is really necessary, especially at this time. Um, so yeah, you're right. That That is literally how season one ends. Um, he's fucking Tasha at the end of the season, I think, literally. Toes because Issa, doesn't she come home to an empty arch, closet? Closet empty. And he fucking Tasha. And he looked damn good, didn't he? And it was making the sound. The... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it was making the other sound too. See, that's the slap sound. Well, you know. But it was making the sound as if something was hitting, going in yeah, and then uh, out, and mm-hmm. and it was like a suction. You never sound. know. That's none of my the business fuck? because I was already triggered by what I saw. I had to go pray over it. <sighs> Issa, you had us all triggered, girl. Mm-hmm. Lawrence, you was, had us triggered. I wish I was Tasha. <sighs> all right. Does that wrap up season one? That does. All right. <laughs> Hello? Lawrence, what what happened? Uh, yo, hang on for a second. Hey, sorry, I'm still at this work thing. Actually, it was more like a work drinks thing. I guess I just had one too many and I didn't want to get a DUI. If you didn't want to come, you should have just told me that. <laughs> no, it's not like that. I just, well, honestly... I'm just not looking to get into anything serious, you know? I just got out of a relationship and... Wait, wait, hold on. Are you for real right now? What? My whole family was here, and you just ghosted. Do you know how embarrassing that was? Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. I know how much you wanted me to be there. Quit acting like you give a fuck about what I want. Yo, Tasha. You don't think I know what this was? I knew it was nothing serious. But see, you fronted like it was apologizing for shit you wasn't even sorry for. Nah, I was sorry. You, you a fuck nigga. Yo, come on. You know what? You you worse than a fuck nigga. You a fuck nigga that thinks he's a good dude. (laughs) You're a fuck nigga. You're a fuck nigga. (laughs) Hey guys, we are back from our little break and we are jumping into season two of the Hung up pause version of the insecure recap. Yes, yes. And this is not insecurity, by the way. For the real recap of HBO's Insecure, check out Insecurity with Hey Friend Hey and Crystal. We absolutely oh, love it. What's them. up, ladies? We fucked with them heavy. They had me cackling today. I heard the latest episodes. I w- the latest episode of Insecurity. You did. It was great. I'm so behind. I'm behind on all the podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. 
so behind. One day we should but do I like a them. list of like the podcasts we love. We we've said that before. We should we should certainly do that. We should definitely get into it. Yeah. But yeah, season two kicked off with Issa with mud on her face, <laughs> Molly with mud and probably drunk vomit chunks on her face too, um, and Lawrence with pussy on his dick. Pussy all him. on it. Yeah. And Chase Bank pussy in the words of Crystal, <laughs> the Chase hole. <laughs> and I like how they started to incorporate like these slave plantation mini movies Listen, with. Well, you know the shout first out to Regina season, Hall. They're That's our girl. Yeah. Um, Girls Trip was a maze. Did you see that? I didn't yet. Oh shit! But I need to. I'm so I'm so bad. That movie is it's really good. You're gonna I get heard. more than what you you bargained for. But the first season, they did like a TV thing, but it was Scandal centered around Scandal. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, there was like a white woman and black man. You don't remember? No, I don't. So they, it was centered around Scandal. So I and guess it was the same kind of like it was thing. like a mini movie like yeah. inside the, the but episode. But season two, I'm guessing, is more like underground. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder what will be next. Yeah. Being Mary for season Jane. three, right? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, Issa's still struggling at that damn job. job. <laughs> yeah. But then, oh my goodness, Issa. <coughs> you know, just like our 2017s have been, she has trouble on every hand. So at can school, we talk about this? Okay. Yes. <laughs> at school, she got this nigga named Principal Gaines, right? Out here, he don't like no Latinos. Right. He's like a Trump supporter against the Latinos, but his ass is black. He black. He is so black. So he only tell he only give everything to the black kids. Right. <laughs> well, he didn't he mention like it was an all black school, and then they integrated the school or something. And like, he was against it, and he was like over it from day one. But so. he was out here telling Trump jokes and like all this shit, doing and the most to a point where Issa was just like, "Nah, you are excluding Latino and Latina kids from Latinx kids." From receiving the same services. And what did he say? He's like, girl, calm down. Ain't nobody died. Right. <laughs> like, Wait, what? And then walked the fuck away. Yo, but I liked how Issa put him, um, put his part in because that's real, to be honest with you. Um, where we have a lot of people um in our community, black and brown, who Okay, guys, sorry. We had to take a little break because I fucking spilled wine. And I'm sure you heard it. I'm so sorry, Eric. Because I told this nigga. Stop. Don't he was going to spill it. Eric, I'm And he sorry. spilled it. No, I ain't going to spill it. I'm grown. I'm a grown woman. That's what he said. I guess I can still do whatever I want, but I'm not that grown. I couldn't do it. But you know, eventually. I'm crying. I'm so sorry. Eventually they listen. Let's go back. Okay, so Principal Gaines. <laughs> He's he doesn't a mess. fuck with Latin Latinx people. Right. Um, and so she calls him out and he's just like, anybody died? And that was Yeah, hilarious. so chill out. Apart from that, Issa has now started a hotation in her love life. And she's now trying to get all the hoes. But she's so like awkward. Like it's oh, not well, working out for her. And real quick, just to um the idea that we had ended on right before the break, I was just saying that there's a lot of... I'm glad that Issa put his character in the storyline yeah. because yeah. there's a lot of black and brown people who are like him. Yeah, that and who voted for Trump. Who are, like, fucked up like mm-hmm. that, you mm-hmm. know, and have these... Um, thoughts and ideas about other people who, you know, it's not cool. Yeah. I don't know if I'll call it racism. 
prejudice. But pre- absolutely, yeah. there we go. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, apart from her work life, she has a love life. Eric, my heart is breaking looking at you. But anyway, um, <laughs> her love life, she is now in a hotation. Issa. Issa. Yeah, she's in a hotation on the apps, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And in her apartment complex. Cause she right, got the, homeboy. The nigga in her, in her apartment complex. From down on the first floor. Yes, I wish I had a guy on the first floor of my apartment like, hey. I don't got no apartment. I thought it was so <laughs> cute how they bumped heads the first time. They tried to like hook up with yes. each other because it was like awkward and they didn't really know yes. who was gonna go first. But then after a while, she like got the rhythm, and isn't that what it's all about? It she can be awkward at first, quick. but as long as you get the rhythm, it's <laughs> yeah. good. Issa been getting her life right. I liked how she was. Um, so there's this like opportunity for for her to see Lawrence, right? Because mm-hmm. of this jury duty notice that he has to pick up. So she's in the she's in the mirror doing her little thing, you know when she's yeah. rapping and talking pray? to herself. <laughs> and she was like, Here's your jury duty and here's your jury booty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. He's like, it's stupid, yeah. I love it. But how many of us actually talk do. to I ourselves? Do. I do. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, bitch, you looking good. You're about to get you a cue tonight. Like, right. you know. Right. <laughs> it's good. Now, the last thing that hasn't really been emphasized throughout the series, but is definitely like an underlying theme. Issa's getting moved the fuck out of her house. Gentrification is real. She's getting what? Moved out of her apartment. Oh, because they increased the rent. They increased the rent, the right. noise violations, the Starbucks popping up in her neighborhood. Like, they're moving her out. And oh, then, thank you for bringing some. You brought all that together for me because mm-hmm. I didn't think of it that way. She, they're moving her out. Yeah, you're right. And then, like, I really feel like she's about to get an eviction notice because of all that crashing and smashing she did on this past episode before the finale. The fire that just happened. Okay. <laughs> what if they're just like, nah, girl, you gotta go. And she paint. I guess that's why she was like quick to paint that wall, which was a beautiful yellow. By it the way, it was wonderful, yeah. But then you saw that big old splotch on the top. She's like, "You're not gonna steal my." She did all that, and then it was just like <laughs> the top was a mess. I was just cracking up. I was like, "Isa, this is my life. All that like, work. I am you, Isa. I get you." <laughs> but then we have Lawrence, who, in true nigga form, is not healing from his broken heart, but is just having sex, thinking that that's gonna heal him. Yeah, he is. Because he From, fucks Issa, too. Yeah. He, he fucks comes Issa. To up which is just... Uh, the male. That really pissed me the fuck off. In such a like, savage way. And yeah. he just fucked Tasha. And you know that dick felt good, too. The way he was just like... <clears throat> and I was like, ooh, hell. Go three strokes. That I'm was sure that frustration. Life. That yeah. anger. Then Tasha, he's blowing her back out with her, piss, her pierced titties. And then these white girls who only pay $40 to get him, you know, some beer and maybe some chips. And he just gives the dick up to them. And they're not even satisfied because they've been fetishizing him. Like, Lauren set himself up for this bullshit. But how many men do that? Yeah. You know, gay, straight, in between, whatever. How many men use sex to heal some of the issues that they won't confront? And I'm just like, why? Mm. Like, you see Lawrence and you're still a part of the Lawrence hive. Why Why not change your ways? And it's interesting because I feel like Issa's doing the same way. Like, they're both having sex, mm-hmm. sex, sex, sex with all these different people, mm-hmm. like, and, and literally avoiding or and or not confronting what yeah. the actual issue, the big elephant in the room is. So I guess the question is, why do people do it then, right? Because mm-hmm. you're right. You bring up that point that Issa did the same thing, too. Like, yeah. And men and women kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Get their hearts broken, like, get in a situation where they're pissed, but then instead of, like, 
really figuring out their feelings, they just fuck the pain away, yeah. even though it's still very much there, as we see in their showdown, right? I guess it's because it's easier. It's easier to fuck it away and not really have to deal with it than to sit down and have some hard conversations. Yeah. And usually those conversations bear the truth, mm-hmm. which is usually typical, difficult for people to be, handle and process. Yeah. So I, I guess, like, especially in you know, situations like this, like, Issa fuck another nigga. Who she's fucking again. But then she gives yeah, him because- head... Say it again. She gives him head. Right. Yes. And she gets the cum straight in her eye. And I'm like, girl, nice. this is a rookie mistake. Why didn't she swallow? Can we can we discuss that? That was a rookie mistake because she should have known. See, the thing about it is, now it sounds like my, 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 one of my coworkers, she, when she about to read somebody or get you together, she always say that. See, the thing about it is, when you're down there, you, 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 you're taking care of your man. Right. Or maybe not your man. Maybe somebody else's man. Or no judgment at man. the Hunger Podcast. We not we not slut shaming or mm. hoe shaming or dropping it in like it's hot shaming, whatever kind of shaming it is that you're doing. Um <laughs> when you're down there. The thing about it is when the man is getting to that point where he's about to release you know it. Yeah. You yeah. can feel it in his penis, like can you? in in his physical reaction. Yes, you can. Oh. Because as far as I know, um, for myself and also what I've witnessed or and I've also heard, the penis gets very erect. It gets really hard okay. when the, when the man is about so to come. I will say for the uh, ones that I've had in my mouth, I didn't necessarily feel anything, but they gave me a warning, like. Oh my nigga, I'm about to come. Like really? you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm just like, all right, we'll do it you because didn't I'm feel swallowing. Like a difference in the. I don't Not know really, I mean. but then also a lot of times when I. I won't even go there. Go ahead. No, I was just saying no. I didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well. Not Adisa, because... Okay. Well, she, not only did she not feel it, she got off of it. It was like, let me put my eye in your head. Like, <laughs> right? like, that shit was, blinded the fuck out of her. She, she was so she mad. Like Whitaker. She was so mad. Yeah. Wow. But there would be no reason to be mad if what? If you swallowed or if you had captured it in the condom. Why didn't you use one of those sexplosion condoms? Mm. And let's check in with Molly. Molly. She's... She's getting close to one of her work associates, who is Pastor a guest. Body Bay. Who's a guest on the show, comedian uh, Lil Ray Howry. Yes. He's a Gerald Levert kind of cute. I like him. And he though, and when he said he had a pastor body, I'm like, yes, he do. And this is how you can get the cheeks, okay? Molly needs to be with Pastor Body Bay. And that's a word. That because is. I agree with you 100%. You don't need, let me tell you, more times than not, you don't need these chiseled niggas out there. They're good for a good night. They're good for a swallow. They're good for whatever it is you're trying to do with them. Yeah. But more times than not, a good pastor body bay will hold you down, will, you know, make you eat good food. Help you save money. Give you a good house. will get your credit right. Yes. Will just have you in order. And yes. also take you to church. Yes. Get you a pastor body bay. And he'll also give you that Butter Ranch popcorn. When I saw it, my mouth was watering a little. What's yours? <laughs> I have never had Butter Ranch popcorn. That sounded cute. And then it said Butter Ranch and a little caramel. So I thought it was going to be like a little savory and sweet. 
Sounded cute. You saw how Molly turned around though and used that that popcorn to- for drop. You know, Molly don't deserve a good man. I'm telling you, Molly. That's where me and Molly split. Molly, <laughs> no good. Let's talk about her and Dro. This she's with a man who she who's six grew foot up four with. and wears his brother's clothes mm-hmm. all the time. I thought Dro was so fine when I first saw him, but you know, I'm a person about his baby teeth brother's and clothes. shoes. And the teeth weren't really doing it for me. But, hey, who, am, who are me to judge? Okay. I don't know what it is, but he low-key reminds me of Twisty. Who's that? He's that clown, that killer clown off of American Horror Story. Uh-uh, you know I don't watch them devil shows. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I think his name is Twisty. He's a cute little guy. I just but think... But he is cute, though. He reminds it's, me of every high school or college nigga that you bump into who knows that they're kind of cute and thinks they can get every cheek available. So that's where, like, I thought he was cute at first. The waterfalls definitely fell, but then I was just like, oh, I'm over it. How the fuck I'm going to say I'm going to relate this man to Twisty, the killer clown, and talk about, well, yeah, he's cute. Twisty is not cute at all. Like, there's nothing cute about Twisty. Twisty. I'm not about to do this with you. Yo, Twisty... Looks like was he on American Horror Story uh, Circus? He, he was on it before. Yes, 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 they brought Patty him LaBelle back. Patty was on there, wasn't they she? They brought him back. Patty Bell was. Shout on out it. to Patty. She was the help. I was kind of over the part they gave her, but oh. all in all, I was still, you know, happy to see her. Good. Yes, Patty. but back to Dro. He's in an open relationship with Candace. Here's where I think the shit hits the fan. Because if you remember the dinner party episode. Molly and Candace interacted, but the interaction was so awkward. You gonna show me this nasty clown? Oh my gosh, why would you show me this? Eric! <laughs> Y'all, Eric, oh my gosh, I can't even think straight. Eric showed me this American Horror Story clown. That's no clown, that's a devil. Yo, this is Why twisty. would you show me that? He's you gotta protect your eye gate. Horrible. Uh-uh. He's scary. Eric. Let's get back to the show. That's just through you all Why the way. You, I'm stressed <laughs> out. I have a headache. Oh, my God. That's what you get for spilling that shit. I'm so sorry. Damn, so, you, so you are upset? You mad? Well, I guess I'm over it now. Eric, I love you. We're I'm even. Sorry. I got you together. So, Dro is in an open relationship, <laughs> you guys. And Google he's Twisty, open, y'all, if y'all don't know what don't he looks Google like. It. Don't let the devil use you, okay? He's trying to get into all your gates. You got to block it in these last days. Hallelujah. <laughs> Do I have one witness out there in the Hung Up podcast? Don't laugh. It's serious. This man. You see these hurricanes out here? <laughs> he didn't even want to see it, y'all. Oh, keep laughing. He turned my laptop around. Mm-hmm. Keep laughing. That's fine. I don't deal with the devil because he'll deal with your back. Okay? So back to Dro. He's in an open relationship. And Molly and Candace, Dro's wife, did not interact. I feel like there's a rule. Because, you know, open relationships have rules. I think there was a rule that you cannot hook up with immediate friends. And I think Dro broke that rule, which is why Candace is not suspecting that Molly's in this open relationship triad, which is why there was such an awkward interaction in the beginning. Something's going going down. Enlighten me. How does she know Candace? She knows Candace, excuse me, she knows Candace through Dro. She was Dro's friend first. They grew up together. Right. Candace is an offshoot friend, but I guess they all became friends. Oh. So when Dro tells Molly he's in an open relationship, she's thinking, oh, it's popping, it's cool, let me try this out. Even though she did have some apprehension. But and it's... in the end, she was just like, she can't do it. And I'm glad she did, because I don't think Dro was being 100% honest about the rules in his open relationship. 
I think, and I, this goes back to our open relationship he was episode. To his advantage. People don't realize there are rules to the game. You know what I mean? You can have an open relationship, but it's like you can't hook up with this sect of people or this sect of people. Our close friends are, you know, friends from college, what have you. I think Joe crossed a boundary. And he made a really... So that's why it was a really uncomfortable interaction between the two of them at yeah. the bar. You sensed the... You could cut it I with did, a knife. I did, and I didn't understand, like... And it was either... But now Candace I do. didn't know, or she knew, but she was not about it because she knew that it crossed a rule in their relationship. You know what else I think is funny? You mentioned Molly was so pissed about the fact that her dad cheated. Yeah. It's funny that her she was mad at that situation, but she doesn't realize that I think she played the mistress. She repeated her family situation, but played that third party. She, like a lot of us do, become the people that we hate. Yeah. Ooh, read me. Hashtag, wow. that's a word. That is. You said that. Say it again. We become the people we hate. Wow. Shout out to Molly. I am Molly. Shout out to Molly. Yeah. But I'm not Molly because I wouldn't ruin your event. She did it twice. We're checking <laughs> on you, sis. You, not only did you ruin Issa's event, but you ruined your parents' event. Shame on you. She Shame. did. I felt like she could have handled that a little bit Shame. better. Instead of Shame. walking out and acting like that. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out to Game of Thrones. Wait, I'm not caught up. Well, that was last I'm on season, like season, so I hope you six. Bye. Have a good one. Okay. okay. All right. Well, that's all for Last Thank but not least, did we touch on Lawrence? Well, we did touch on Lawrence and how he's sleeping with everybody, but we didn't right. talk about who he ended up with. He's now with Arpana. The girl that he works with. Yeah. Yeah. Who, AKA, sounds like Alicia Keys. Somebody tweeted that, that she sounds like Alicia Keys. This is a girl from. Uh, 64th, the one with the braids. No, she's not like her. <laughs> Whoever tweeted. It's a fool. You hear what I'm you saying? You hear me? Because <laughs> you know she's not like her. With the braids. You know the one with the braids. <laughs> this was the early, early version. Yes. With the braids and the beads. She's not like early, old school Alicia Keys. She's from New York. But. I don't know. I'm just. Didn't he fuck up by bringing her to that dinner party? He did. Um. He did. Yeah. And then he tried to play it like, oh, I didn't know. No, you knew what you was doing. You know. Yeah, fuck You me. knew what you was and doing. And those weren't even your friends. Like, people are still asking you after knowing these people for years, oh, how do you know the guest of honor? Oh, I used to date one of their friends. And the girl was like, you dated Issa? Right. <laughs> like, so this is Issa's friend not even knowing what was going on. See? Wow. Wow. It just created like a really awkward space. Yeah, he, he, he should have either Issa, come by himself Issa, or not came at all. He knew Issa was going to be there, right? He definitely did because those are he didn't know all of these people until he met Issa. These are Issa's friends, so he shouldn't have come. And let's talk about how he blocked her. Yeah, let's do our favorite, where she was like childish, my nigga. So we not talking, my, my nigga. nigga. You gonna block me, my nigga? Like so you I'm must humble, my nigga. So I'm just a button now, my nigga. You gonna push me, my nigga? You gonna push me, my nigga? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm 
She was over him, and so were we. Because that's fucking childish, and that shows you that Lawrence is definitely not over it. He's not over it to the point where he was so hurt to see Issa with with Daniel that he had to remove that from his life. Arpana, Mm -hmm. or as my girls from Getting Grown Grown Podcast, um, Kia and Jade call her Padma. Uh (laughs) I cackled. (laughs) Nah, I cackled. Padma! But Arpana is not going to fill the void that Lawrence... Lawrence loves Issa. And guess what? Issa loves her some Lawrence. Which is why she's so unstable dealing with everybody else. They need to come back together. And I'm hoping season three, they get it right. Yes. And I I also thought it was kind of interesting how the season ended with that white guy kind of like not fucking Issa. Mm. And she wanted to fuck. Didn't we just have an episode about this? Yeah. Yeah. But he was Latino. I don't know was why. He? Yeah. Are you sure? Nico. Okay. I didn't realize he was Latino until people broke it down for I me. I thought he, he was, was a white Latino. man. Maybe he was from Portugal or something. John, I don't know where you're from. <laughs> but he was definitely Latino or whatever. <laughs> but I also feel like Lawrence will slowly get back in with Issa as we go into season three. I hope so. Um, and I think that Molly is going to really kind of nurture this relationship that she has with Lil Ray. What's his name? Ooh, Pastor Body Bag. Pastor Body Bag. Because you know she quit in that job after she didn't get that raise. Right. Yeah, so she'll be in Chicago with Pastor Body. Yeah, so she's out looking because they straight up played her. Yeah. She was like, so yeah, I know that y'all giving out raises to white white men. people in the workhouse? I know y'all giving out raises to white men. Okay. In the middle of the he year. He made a good he was just straight up more like, than her. Like, for what? He didn't even do yeah. no work. She did all the fucking work. Thanks, and how many no of thanks. us go through that? Let me tell, let me yeah. my business out here. Ignored, under, underappreciated, undervalued. Underpaid. Underpaid. And undersexed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Marley, I feel you, girl. The first one in and the last one to leave. Mm-hmm. And we can't get nothing. Nothing. Except uh, I'll consider that your 100-day review. Bitch, that's 100 days. That's 100 days from now. I might float, fly away. That's 99 for me to get the fuck up out Out of here. Out of here, right? He starts sending those applications as soon as that meeting ends. Like, all right, let me see. Y'all hiring? Okay. We will see in season three (laughs) what happens. Because I feel like Molly going to be on to something if she doesn't create or start her own firm. Yeah. And you gave your future predictions. All I can say is I predict Molly might be pregnant. Pregnant? Mm. With... What's his name's baby? Ooh, baby. Not Pastor Body Bay. Not Pastor Body, okay. but what's his name? Dro. Dro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've been Because she chased it. She chased those waterfalls. She chased it. You heard me? <sighs> All right. That was cute. That was a great little episode. It was. A great little conversation. And then it's the finale coming up this Sunday, right? Yes, I can't When wait. we post the Are show. Are we watching it together? We should. I drive to you. you <laughs> wait, you said it like... I, 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 I would drive to you. I would drive to you. We could have wine, not on your couch. I'm sorry. I love you. Sorry. See, I was doing good until he brought it back up. No, again. I fucking love you. Don't do this. Wow. Don't ask me if I got salt. You better not put no damn salt on my couch. Wow. Can we do hung pop? Oh, bitch! <laughs> I just want to say welcome to the hung pop. We're doing two pops tonight. I'm fucking crying. No, we don't, because we got a lot of things to cover. First and foremost, <laughs> it was Beyonce's birthday. Hey. Shout out to Beyonce. Shout um, out. Nine, four, eight, one. 
Yes. It was her birthday on 9-4. I had a lovely time. Mission one, I'm going to put this on. And when you see me in the dress, I'm going to get me some. Hey. Yes. Beyonce did that. I will say my favorite Beyonce moment was actually a Beyonce picture. Did you see that picture of Beyonce when she's in that green dress, drunk as all get out? Yeah. So that's when I realized she was my spirit sister. So I have this tradition with my friends where I drink Beyonce wine. It's wine that I drink on her birthday. And for some reason, every time I drink it, it's the most turnt I ever get. Happened this fourth. I had a lovely time. I had a great fun. (laughs) Shout out to all y'all. Whatever. After Beyonce, we talked about the queen. Let's talk about the duchess. Rihanna at, oh my goodness, it's 12.09. So she already released it on um, for Thursday going into Friday. Mm. Rihanna released her Fenty Beauty collection. I'm sure it's already sold out because it looks amazing. Covers a whole bunch of shades. Shout out to you, Beyonce, uh, Rihanna. Tony Braxton, we thought she was in uh, retirement is the word. <laughs> we thought she was in retirement. But apparently she has a new album the coming Mohawk out. Is. Sex and Cigarettes. Sex and cigarettes. Yes, due early 2018. So I hope she's giving us a love should have brought you, brought you last night. night. You should have been with me. Should have been right by my side, baby. If you can, anything for me. Should have brought you to me. So you just gonna sing all over. Like, you just gonna stop on every note. I know the lyrics and then yes. I remember. Sadal Lathan shaved her head for Napoli Ever After. Sadal Lathan looks beautiful. Cool. Now let's get to the thing that I wanted to harp on a little bit. It's going to be a very quick hung pop. Taylor Swift's video director, Joseph Kahn, says Beyonce copied bad, bl- bad Blood. Now, for those of you who don't know, because I only watched the video once, Bad Blood is Taylor Swift's video. <sighs> against her fighting like some like evil version of herself or whatever or some evil spy whatever let me make it very clear Beyonce didn't copy shit okay and what I need Taylor Swift to do because we know that she paid this video director to say all this mess keep Beyonce's name out your mouth okay she might not run up but guess who will and post up me run up and then post okay. up. Leave Beyonce alone, Taylor Swift. You already came out here for Kanye. You released a song on his, the anniversary of his mother's death, with death, which shows you that you have no class, couth, you have no morals, whatever it is. Leave Beyonce alone because you don't really want these problems. You saw all them ladies taking her formation photo on her birthday. Oh, they man, will show so up cool. at your doorstep. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let it be known. Yeah. Keep it cute. People recognize. You better recognize, too. All right. Now, like the blunt. Like the blunt. Y'all going to put some respect. I'm going to have y'all hoes kissing my feet. Yes. I am the TV. You want to you hit record? Beyonce is the hit record. You want smoke, motherfucker? I got your smoke. Okay. Bitch. What's going on for the hung music? You got Kesha? No. Keisha. <laughs> Keisha. My sister. Keisha Cole. Oh. Have you heard her new song? No. Was it on Love & Hip Hop? Incapable. No, no, uh, no. I don't think... Well, let me take that back. I don't know. You never know. know. Isn't so. that what she's using the show for? <laughs> to showcase the music? Yeah, because those last couple of albums, girl. But I don't necessarily care for the new track. It's not that it's a bad song. Again, the name of the song is Incapable. My thing is that I don't think that's what true Keisha Cole fans want to hear. You know what I mean? Is it like... What kind of vibe is it? It's giving you a very like old school slow jam vibe. Hmm. Um, 
I think a comeback single for Keisha should have been something like, I changed my mind. I don't love you. Mm. Uh, from her first I don't album, love you no more. No more from the first album, and and like play your cards right with Tupac from her sophomore album. Nice. I feel like that's the real. Let me not say the real, she but I just feel like that's the Keisha Cole that I loved and fell in love with. So it would have been cool to hear her come out with something updated, but true to her, true to her tone. Um, I'm interested to see, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks what the um, response will be to her music, how the fans will respond, and also what other music she's going to be putting out. Um, I felt the same way, really, about Tank. He has a new track called Savage. And it's a decent song, dope beat. But when I hear this song, I, I, I hear this on, you know, with Migos or, or Drake, maybe. Um, but shout out to Tank. We know you out here representing yeah, and, and doing things really with good. the with the kids. Yeah. And we love you for it. So the highlight of the music segment this week is a rap group called Archduke. They uh, just dropped an album recently called We Were Kids. It is a very dope album. Um, two black dudes. I believe their names are Jacob Denzel and Charity Croft. Two guys, um, young guys from Gary, Indiana, um, have a very like positive and uplifting platform. Um, they have a song, which is actually their title track on their recent and only album uh, called I'ma Be Happy. And the lyrics are pretty dope. Um, hold on one second. I wanted to kind of share some of the lyrics. And I apologize for not being prepared. It says... My heart, mm, mm, God be with me. Okay, my heart's been torn into pieces. My pride's been crushed and ego's been diminished. My life's been tossed to the floor, to the ceiling, up and down, like I live on a coaster, but I still stay. Love keeps lifting me higher and higher. So with every hit I take, I get stronger. We go a little bit longer. Make room for the infinite incident bouncer backer. Hashtag better know who you dealing with. Feeling as if I was meant for this. Finish this? Sure I will. Quit, quit killing this? Sure I won't. I got four sisters, one brother, one dad, one mother. Whole family to feed. It's a must I blow. It's a must I go. Hard on stage and walk like God? Good, because the Lord knows I ain't gotta, that I ain't get to walk on graduation day um, stage So like everyone else. So this it's a very like uplifting Really dope album. You guys should check it out. It's another song on there called Hot Wheels. That's really cool. In the middle of the song, they kind of break and they, they be like, this is all that, this is all that. From King and the Kel, from Nickelodeon, okay, well from back in the day. Shout out to because she started the trend talking about, you are now watching my TV. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, everybody is, um, I, I, you know, paying, paying respects Homage. to... Paying homage to everything cool and growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s. Yes. So, <clears throat> excuse me, very poetic lyrics. They incorporate a lot of singing and instrumentals um, in their music, which is dope. They have this I Love You t-shirt campaign going on right now. That is also very cool. And I'm going to cop my shirt. Do it. They're, very, they're a very nice uh, group of guys. Again, their name is Archduke. And their album is Kids So Dope. 
check them out. And as always, you can add me on Spotify. I have an iDante, iDante R&B, uh, and Cruise Control playlist. Just follow me on Spotify. Because if you are a Spotify user, it's kind of cool. When other people are listening to music, you can see them listening in live time. You can interact with other people. So just look me up, Eric Cole. Up, follow me. I follow you back. Yes. And as always, y'all got some music suggestions. Tweet us. Why did you whisper that? I don't know. Eric is nasty. Anyway, time for the hung up or hanging up. Who you hanging up on? Wait, me first? Yep. Why? Why not you first? Because I was just talking and I need to drink some water or something. Shit. Wow, <coughs> you so know much, I'm dealing with this sinus thing. I feel so much anger coming. You from want me you. just to keep going and going and talking and talking and talking? Wow, and damn, I love you. <sighs> Do you love me back? I'm I being can dramatic. Make you love me Ooh. if you don't. See, do not sing when you are. Dancing. And how I'm talking shit, talking about I need some water, Nigga, And you're Hennessy. drinking Hennessy, right? <laughs> But no, I am hung up, completely hung up on just other black gay men doing it. I think we are like, what, 16 episodes in right now? Yeah. And we really haven't highlighted other black gay men. So I just wanted to shout out all of them. We all go through our struggles. We all go through our various issues regarding different types of health, regarding um, just making it in the world, trying to survive on a day-to-day. But yet, while we struggle... There is just such a light to us, and there are just so many things that we are accomplishing. Um, one of these black gay men in particular, uh, Delvin Selden, I hope I didn't butcher his name, um, but he started a vlog, a YouTube vlog, um, a couple weeks slash months ago, um, and I happened to stumble upon one of his episodes, and he talked about his struggles with mental health, um, as well as his... Um, close to death is that what you would call it accident Mm. um an accident that he had that almost ended his life and the lesson that he learned from that experience was just so beautiful i started tearing up i really enjoyed it um and i thought that it would help all of us in as we like maneuver this whole crazy thing called life so i really just want to shout out our black gay men and i think it'd be dope if we highlight a black gay male um in episodes to come just like once in a while you yeah, know be shout cool. out what they're doing because i think there's so much stereotype that we're so catty and that we don't support each other we might as well just pick each other up on this platform i can do shout that. out to Devin. and we should definitely do that i like that so you eric <laughs> are this, you hanging up or hung up this week i'm hanging up um as you all know that you've heard the trump administration pull daca mm-hmm something that the Obama administration put in place to protect the children of immigrants who come into our country. Many opponents of DACA celebrated uh, the dismantling of the law by saying, you know, just fucked up shit. Like, fuck them, they weren't illegal anyway, or they don't pay taxes, so why do we care about them? Let me just remind you guys of a few things. You have more whites on public assistance than blacks. Say so. You guys are the majority. And it seems like you conveniently forget that when it comes time to keep another race down Mm -hmm. or when you're trying to make comparisons that attempt to show you in a better light. 
So this means you have more white folks not paying taxes and benefiting from systems that were put in place not only to benefit black people, but people in general that are often left behind and ignored. See, we say black lives matter now because after all these years, y'all still don't get it. And y'all still asking us how. How can we fix the problem? You're the fucking problem. And how you think and perceive things is the fucking problem. And furthermore, the way I understand history, y'all weren't here when Christopher Columbus supposedly discovered a continent that was already inhabited by a group of people. Y'all continue to honor his legacy every year by celebrating him in a holiday and other symbols and statues as we saw in Charlottesville to keep y'all bullshit narrative alive. And that's why y'all get so defensive when we out here talking about we want to take the shit down and reclaim our name and reclaim our history. Why? Because that's a threat to the lies you wish to, you wish to continue to perpetuate so that way you can appear to be inferior to other people. So white folks, y'all can have a seat. Y'all have no right, no basis, no legitimate reason or cause to tell anybody to go back to where they came from. Because y'all decided centuries ago not to go back to where the hell y'all came from. So you should really start telling the truth about how that in and of itself caused so much death, so much war, so much disease and bloodshed because of that. Talk about the aftermath, about how your ancestors, in, in, what the aftermath of what your ancestors did, which landed us into the horrible upside fucked up situ- situation that we're in now. But I guess that would be too right because then you would be answering your own dumbass question. Well, what happened and what can we do to make it better? And stop that bullshit too because we can see right through that. Y'all asking questions like that just so that way you can say, well, I asked. Well, I'm concerned. Well, you can see that I'm not a racist and and that, and that I care. It's a very passive bullshit way to claim your seat at the table. Actions speak louder than words. Do the work and then you will be able to speak. And that's all I got for the people. And that's it. So that is another episode, you guys, of the Hung Up Podcast. We thank you so much for listening. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. And I'm Eric, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. You can find us both on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And don't forget to email us questions, concerns. If you're looking for advice or want to give advice or feedback, you can email us at HungUpPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. Love you. You go say bye? But I just said, appreciate you guys. Love, Love you. You just say bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Do you want your man or not? Do you know your plans or not? You gonna go back home or not? You gonna claim your throne or not? Is you Khaleesi or that other bitch whose name I don't remember?